One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. You can wish for it or you can work for it. You got to work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Let's work. These are the confessions of a workaholic. Workaholic. Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. This is your girl, Coriel. So excited that you decided to join me for another week of Confessions. I hope that you got your notebook out and are ready to get this work. This episode is brought to you by Busy at the Beach, the quarterly weekend getaway for goal-getting women. Meet our boss babes back where it all started in Cancun, Mexico for our fifth birthday beach bash, August 8th through 11th. To find out how you can attend, visit busyatthebeach.com. So today we have a special guest boss in the building. We are talking to Dr. Keita Joy. Her mission is to empower, enrich, and encourage all to live successful personal and professional lives full of joy and purpose. Dr. Keita, are you ready to confess? Ooh, I'm ready, honey. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. So, <laughs> I always like to start out by asking what you started your career doing, because I find it so interesting that our passions tend to lead us away from our profession. Sure, so what did you start doing? Well, whew, so I went to Florida State University. I always got to plug them in real quick, go Knowles, and I got my bachelor's in marketing. So I've always loved business and the psychology of business. I always say marketing is like psychology, you know? Too. And um, 
I got out there. I got so close to getting the big marketing job that I wanted and they didn't pick me. So long story short, I ended up being a third grade teacher in the inner city in Miami, Florida, because my mom worked for the school board and she was able to get me fingerprinted, processed, everything in like two days. And she was like, you can hustle as a teacher, make your money, and then still look for the business job that you want. And I'm the only child, never was anyone's auntie, didn't babysit kids. And I literally fell in love with these hood children, third grade, and started this road um, being a school teacher, which was completely out the norm. So that was my initial job. You know what? It's so funny um, that you started out as a teacher and it's like I ended up teaching because God knows like that you deserve combat pay, especially for like these (laughs) inner city schools. You there's no amount of money that can. And I was their fourth teacher. Too. What? Yeah, oh, so, so you know. <laughs> right. Then you you know it was rough. Like it was so bad I couldn't even brush my teeth or my tongues. I would start gagging. I had so much anxiety, but it was like I was determined to win them over because everybody else had let them down. I was determined right. to tell them that everyone will not leave you. I love it. I um, love it. And fell in love with children, but girl, that didn't last long, praise the Lord. But that's how it started. <laughs> so transitioning, like I know there's like obviously a part of the story in between like there and where you are now, but can you pinpoint like one life experience or one lesson learned or one situation that you believe led you to discovering your purpose? Oh, one. I, you know, if we really take it back, it would be uh, a combination of my mother and father. And um, I think really when my my father passed away when I was 11. And so he was a teacher and a basketball coach and a tennis coach, but then he also got into uh, empowerment and motivational speaking, which was kind of cutting edge back then. This is a long time ago, you know, around like Les Brown when he was first coming out. And um, that's when I first got that taste of how I could tailor my teaching, you know, because that's one of my gifts. One of my spiritual gifts is I am a teacher, but for who? And so that was my first taste. Like, oh, wow, it doesn't have to just be like in a classroom. Like you can be motivating the masses to maximize their greatest potential. So I feel like that first spark came when I first saw my father dip into it. And that was the first time I realized, oh, you could switch professions. <laughs> like you yeah. can do change. That's the, I think that's the thing that like millennials have mastered. It's like mm-hmm. we are not, y'all cannot get us to believe that we need to work <laughs> at one job for the next 40 years oh, no. in hopes of retirement and then we can live our best life. Like we are not about that life like our parents were. So it's so good that you were able to see someone take one skill, you know, into a different arena and even experiencing it yourself. And I tell people this all the time, like you can't discount all of your experiences that you've had. Every job, every life experience has taught um, you something. When, girl, if you don't, that's a rewind right there. <laughs> that, I am not a poster child for that because I also do corporate coaching and I go into corporations and I coach them on team building, conflict resolution, all these things. But I'm the best because of being a teacher. Of doing countless lesson plans and activities and being able to time them down to a T without, boom, 20 minutes here. Yep, that's 10 minutes. That's five minutes. A break here. Boom, boom, boom. And someone else is looking like, how did you figure that all out that quickly? And I'm like, oh, just my years of being. Came from the classroom. (laughs) Yeah. Man, you remixed that thing. Yeah. 
For people who are still struggling, though, to figure out like that one thing that they are really, truly being called to do, what advice can you offer to help them get connected to their calling? Ooh, I love that. Um, the first thing I like to say is stop looking for one thing because purpose is not singular. That thing is, it's, it's plural. God didn't just call us to just one assignment. You know, I think about me, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I, the corporate coaching, life coaching, different things. It's not one. Um, so I think the first thing is people already are self-defeated because they're looking for one and it's hard. And the reason why it's hard is because you're not supposed to be just looking for one thing. So I always tell people first, figure out what are your strengths and your talents. Um, and so I'm such a geek. There's a strength formula. Strength is talents times skill and knowledge. So you first need to figure out who you are. What are you good at? What are your talents? What are your skills? Like, what are you working with? Because really, sometimes we're always searching in all these external places to figure out who we are. And it's within God is here. We have everything that we need. All the clues are within us. So I always tell people, start from within. Figure out what do you love? What do you desire? Take away societies, standards, all of that. Cut all that out and just figure out what do you want? And then figure out what uh, talents and skills do you have? And just from doing that, it will open up your mind to like limitless possibilities of things that you can do. And there's so many just like little exercises that you can do, questions you can ask yourself. But yeah. the thing that I think people don't realize enough is that nobody else can tell you what your purpose is. Like you cannot hire mm-hmm. a coach to tell you what you've been called to do. They nope. can help you build out what you present them with, but they cannot tell you what God created you to do. So a lot of times, you know, I think that people are just, I don't know if it's being lazy or want the easy way out, but trying that pay somebody to teach them their purpose or pay somebody to teach them what they're called to do. And I think they're scared. I really think they're scared. Mm -hmm. It's, it's scary. It is scary. And when you only have like when, and I'm guilty of this too, but we spend time like scrolling the gram, seeing what everybody else is doing. And then we get distracted and start thinking, okay, well maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. Or maybe this is what, you know, I've been called to do, or I can do this and I can do that. And all of that is just a distraction. So really getting um, real with yourself and digging deep to figure out like those things that you've always been doing, always been gifted at. Um, So And then I'm a woman of God too. So it's like, you know, I got to sit and really hear from God. And sometimes that means you got to quiet out all the noise. Exactly. Exactly. So do that. Mm-hmm. you mentioned that one of your um, gifts or part of your purpose is um, through life coaching. So life coaching, I feel like is like one of these terms. It's like PR, like people say life coach, people say PR, people say all this stuff, but nobody like, what does it really mean? Right. What is it? So how do you define a life coach and how are you able to help people through your life coaching business? I love that question. So um, I focus on both aspects, uh, personal and professional development. And life coaching, it is, it can sound very abstract, but I always tell people I'm a safe space for high achievers to maximize their greatest potential. And so that's what life coaches are supposed to do. I'm supposed to help you you truly live your best life. Um, but where I come in is I help you define that. Many people don't know what their best life is supposed to look like. We have been bombarded by society standards, family traditions, past experiences and traumas, you name it, so many things that play a role. Like you were saying, the Instagram, scrolling the feet, all these things 
that play a role in us figuring out who we think we're supposed to be rather than it coming from us. So what I do as a life coach is really help people tap into their true authentic self and even saying authentic now, I feel like that word is so played out, but really helping people figure out who the hell are you and what do you want? Forget everybody else. What do you want? And it takes so much bravery to do that. And then I help people construct uh, a plan in place for them to get to their goals, get to their destination, which a destination is never final. So just helping them along this journey, taking them from their now to their next, um, but making sure it's what they want. That's the biggest thing I feel like that I do as a life coach. Um, Cause on the outside, I work with a lot of high achievers, NFL wives and athletes and executives and everybody on the outside looks good. Everybody looks good and they look good on paper. And then when you actually talk to them, they're like, man, I'm still a mess still confused because we're all still trying to figure out what that next move is. Even if we've accomplished a lot, we still want to know what's the next part look like. And so that's where I come in. Listen, I feel like that right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like, and that's what I love about this podcast is that I get to have so many real conversations with people who look like they got it all together. And then we start these conversations and they're like, girl, I was just curled up in the fetal position last night trying to figure (laughs) out what the hell, like, what am I doing? And that's the thing about, not just entrepreneurship, but just life period. Like you can, and not even just look like you got it all together. Like compared to some, you probably do have it all together, but that does not mean that your life is perfect. That does not mean that it's easy. That does not mean that you um, are not going to fail. That does not mean that you got it all figured out. And so all of us are a work in progress, no matter how good we look on the gram, like we are all just figuring this thing out day by day. Um, So with that being said, though, do you believe that everyone can benefit from having a coach? Like, do you think that everyone is truly coachable um, or there's just like a certain personality type that works well with having a coach? I think everybody can benefit from a coach, but not everybody is ready for a coach. You know, um, we all need someone to help us see things that we don't see. Because we're all looking at life through different lenses and we miss things, you know? I mean, life is in 3D. And sometimes when we're looking in one way, it's like two-dimensional. So you need someone else to come in and show you, oh my gosh, I wasn't even thinking about things like that. That's such a great point. Um, And so that's where that coach comes in and gives you that fresh perspective. And not just any perspective, you know, this is someone who has extensive amount of, of research into their craft. So they're not just telling you, you know, anything. So I always tell all of my clients, I'm like, I have a coach. I have people that continue to pour into me. And um, it can be an official coach. It can also be a pastor. It can be business mentors. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I have a coach for every area of my life. As a wife, I have people that coach me to be better. As a mother, I have people that coach me to be better. As a businesswoman, as a woman of God. So everybody can benefit from having a coach and having people in their life to take them to greater in every aspect. And anyone who says that they don't need one, you should be scared of them. You're like... I'm scared of you because <laughs> only per- perfect person I know is Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, I don't know. So everybody, if you got something to work on, you can benefit from a coach. That's how that is. 
And I think a big part of it, I know personally, um, a big part of it for me was just putting my pride aside, like mm-hmm. knowing that, okay, you good, but you could be great. You know, like you're doing it, but you can only get yourself to a certain point and then you're going to need somebody else to step in and offer you a different perspective or offer you, you know, a, another, um, some more feedback to help you figure things out. Um, because as entrepreneurs, a lot of times you hit a plateau and there's only so far or so high you can go with your own you know, resources. So I definitely think a part of it is just putting your pride aside and knowing that even if you're good, you can always, you know, afford to be better. So within your business, I know you work with a lot of different type of clients. Um, The majority of my listeners are millennial women. And for the millennial women that you work with or have worked with in the past, what are some of the most common issues or struggles that you find yourself working through with them? Figuring out their next career move because they're so highly intelligent and creative and they have all these ideas. So figuring, helping them figure out what idea they need to implement today and maybe some ideas that could be implemented two years from now. Um, so I think a lot of the millennials that I deal with, they get so overwhelmed with all their ideas. So coming up with ideas is not the problem. They can give me ideas all day long. They get frustrated because they don't know which idea they need to implement and what that looks like. And then I think a lot of the millennials that I've coached, they're constantly, they love women empowerment. They're attending the events, um, but they still get stuck because they're still trying to figure out, well, what is my authentic voice? Because now I think sometimes they feel like they're hearing so many other voices mm-hmm. and then they're struggling to find their own identity and their own voice. So I, a lot of the millennial clients, I'm helping them discover their own voice and what, what is that and not people please or feel like you have to be like anybody else that what does it look like to be your best self? Truly, really, you know, so I, I think that. that's really been the, the challenge the challenges. So in terms of your career um, in building, because, you know, you started as a teacher. Again, I know there's like some middle cool, fun parts of the story. And then we're here, like you're on top of the mountain. How important. I don't know about top of the mountain. You're at the top, girl. You are at the top. It might not be the highest mountain out there, but you are at the top of it. Okay, I'll give you that. All right. So in getting there, how important um, have relationships been in your career? And then what advice can you offer to someone who may be starting out and feel like, you know, my friends aren't starting businesses. I don't have this network of people to lean on or turn to. So how important have relationships been to you? And then what advice for people who know that they need some people in their corner, but they might not be there yet? That you know what you just be coming with these some good questions here. <laughs> Listen, you. no, it's so good because I I try to tell as many people as possible this that relationship that is the new currency. It is the new black. It is the everything. Um, and especially if you're in business, you have to learn early that every relationship has the potential to yield a profitable ROI. Every relationship. It's important to treat everyone with respect. To always be excellent and everything that you do. I give you an example just today. One of my uh, husband's co-workers daughters, I did him a favor and did like a free coaching session with her daughter. Like whatever, fine. I'm be honest. I ain't feel like it. I want to get paid, but you know what? I got my hubby back. Cool. I'll meet with her. Still gave excellence. Didn't matter if it was free, whatever. How about 
the auntie who brought the daughter, she works with a company who sponsors speakers to go into different companies. Look at that. And how she actually knew, saw me before and was following me. And long story short, she's going to hire me to come in and speak. I didn't know that. Look at I'm, that. I'm on a spiritual assignment, you, you know, to, to do what I'm supposed to do. But I think a lot of people, especially millennials, because they're so excited to get to their goal, they only want to look for where the most strategic relationships let me only find this person. And they'll be excellent with Sister B, but because Sister A looks like she doesn't have anything to offer, you're not going to give 110% to her. Can't do that. So I've learned early on, much of my success has come because no matter who I'm talking to, they're going to get the utmost respect. They're going to get the best service, the highest quality. I'm going to add tremendous value to their life. And what I've found is the more value that I add, if they can't, match that value, they end up referring me to someone who can't, like what happened today, you know? Um, and so I, I tell people, you got to build that bridge long before you cross it. And that's with relationships. That is everything. I don't care how smart you are. If you don't have the relationships, those are like the gatekeepers <laughs> that can open those doors, you are going to be stuck. God, and you look at it, God works through relationships. Everything is through people. He works through people. So you got to treat people right. Um, and don't feel like networking only has to be at some schmoozy happy hour event. It could be at Publix. It can be at Starbucks. So I've learned too, to build those relationships. You got to learn how to open up your mouth and tell people who you are. Don't wait for somebody to ask because everybody's in their own little bubbles. And so we have to get out of this self-centered reality, like, oh, I'm just waiting for somebody to ask. No, you, you lead and you always, I'm always ready to tell people about the value that I can add to their life. So when you get into that mindset, the connections come, more relationships come, more referrals can come. Girl, you just, I know. <laughs> you just got us together with that one. Okay, I was taking notes, that was good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that was real good. Um, so true too. I, you know, and you are not the first because I always ask about, um, you know, how how beneficial relationships have been. That's like one of my common questions. Mm. And every single like I've never heard someone say, "Oh, I didn't need anybody." You know, I did this all on my own. That everybody has a mentor, somebody that's opened the door, somebody that sent an email intro, somebody that's done something that you know was just you know, ordered by God. I always um, say that, you know, someone is always within arm's reach to be a blessing to you. Like there's someone always yes. watching you. There's someone connected to you that God can send a message to at any moment, at any time. So yes. such great advice to treat people right, no matter what you think they can do for you. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I want to switch gears a little bit because I always say, you know, we could talk about the money, but I need some honey to Ooh. go with my money. <laughs> so aside, aside from you being a boss in your own business, you are also a happy wife and mom. Um, yeah. With wearing so many hats, what is your honest opinion on balance? Like, do you think that balance exists? Is it something that you strive for? And what advice do you have for someone who doesn't believe that they can really have it all? Yeah, balance is bull crap. I don't even like saying balance. I like to say, you know, you live your life based on the season that you're in. Seasons call for different things. When it's right, like right now, we booted up, right? 
We got the boots on, a little fur, got the leather jacket. When it starts to warm up, you're not going to wear that anymore. You're wearing a tank top. But each season is still a season. They're still just as important, you know. So it's it's all about living your life according to the season you're in. I remember when I was getting my doctorate, because I'm crazy. I was getting my, my doctorate, and through um, – being pregnant and raising two children and being married and working full time. Girl, I don't know why. I feel like I still have PTSD because of all of it, but I'm done. But I bring up that situation during that time. My focus was school and family and hopefully not getting fired from work, doing my job at work. That was it. Friendships, that wasn't really a big priority then. All my friends knew that. But that, to me, that was balance for me. That's what, that's what a balanced life looked like at that time, was making sure that I was there for my family, finishing school, and making sure I went to work. Because that's, that's, that was what I could handle. You know, So I think we have to stop looking at comparing ourselves to other people or thinking about what a perfect month or season is supposed to look like it just depends on what your goals look like at that time it just it just depends and be and being okay with that and that means it's probably going to look a little different than somebody else i've been in a spiritual journey october november until the end of the year and um you know this is the season of charity events all the who's who's is out and everybody got a charity event but that's not where i'm supposed to be right now and I'm okay with that because, again, I don't base it upon other people's standards. I base it upon the season I'm in. So if you want balance, really what you're seeking is clarity and confidence in the decisions that you make. So it's like I just focus on the season I'm in. What are, what are my priorities for this season? And then my schedule has to be aligned with my current priorities. And priorities are fluid. They're going to change. Things are going to change once January hits. Things change. So I just make sure my priorities my day-to-day schedule matches my priorities. So looking for this perfect life, it doesn't exist, is learning how to flow and navigate the season you're currently in. I had all kinds of seasons. They were all different. My pregnancy seasons, my doctoral seasons, my first start, the business season, the, my kids are now talking back to me. Season. I mean, you just have a lot of different seasons. So I'm like, throw out balance and just what is sanity look like in this current season that you're in you know i love that forget what society talking about focus on your own season mm-hmm. such great advice um because again like i said so many of us look and see oh dr Keita got it all together she's doing this she's doing that but we don't see what you are saying no to so that you can say yes to this right. one thing that we are saying we don't see what you're losing so that you can gain sure, and i say no girl 2018 i said lots of no's Woo. Well, thank you for saying yes to this conversation. (laughs) I know it's going to bless these ladies. Every time you say no, it just leads you closer and closer to the big yes. That's what I've learned. Even with my value for my business, I started saying no. And at first I felt bad. I'm losing out on money. Come to find out. Somebody right around the corner. Great big check. Yes. Check. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So Dr. Keita, before I let you go, um, I got to get some book suggestions um, from you. So two or three books that have like totally changed your mindset or perspective. Um, It could be life, business, spirituality, whatever. Just two or three game changing books. 
Ooh, so good. So the first one would be my own 31-day devotional called Fabulous and Faithful. So it helps women to love God first, look good from the inside out, and then take over the world, which is go over, go after your goals and your dreams. So Fabulous and Faithful, that is definitely a game changer. Another one is a book called um, Growth Mindset. I'm like pulling it out. I just had it with me. Growth Mindset. That's one of my favorites. And then another one is um, The Alchemist. That is something that you can learn oh, yes. once a year. Just, just read it. It's just like you read it once a year. And then I'm currently reading Becoming by Michelle Obama, which I appreciate because she really highlights the importance of stories, you know, like the importance of like the podcast that you're doing is, you know, we need to hear other people's stories. It adds so much context to life. So she's such a great storyteller. So in reading her story, it just emboldens you and, and makes you confident in your story too. So I really enjoy it. Fabulous and faithful growth mindset and the alchemist get your hands on these books, ladies. I'm telling you all one book, just one <laughs> that like literally can change your life. It yes. can change your mind. You can change your life. So I definitely appreciate those suggestions. Um, and I'm going to have to check out um, yours, fabulous and faithful and the growth mindset. The alchemist is one of those books, like no matter who you are, where you are, what you're going through, it will get you together um, and yeah. inspire you. Um, so Dr. Kita, I have truly enjoyed this conversation and I know that my ladies appreciate all these gems that you have been dropping. Please let them know where they can find you online, where they can find your book and how they can connect with you on social media. Awesome. Well, on social media, Instagram, Twitter, you can go to at the Dr. Kita Joy. So that's um, with Dr. Kita Joy. You can go to my website at kitajoy.com. And that's where you can purchase um, the Fabulous and Faithful devotional as well. And it's also on Amazon for Fabulous and Faithful. This has been another game-changing episode of Confessions of a Workaholic, meant to empower and encourage you to get that ass to work. You already have everything you need to get everything you want if you are willing to do what it takes. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next week. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.